Week one of the 2023 NFL season is in the books. But what are dames? What are my top three takeaways? I'm going to tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I am the host of the Locked On Clemson Podcast. So if you're a Clemson fan, go check it out. But guys, listen. Thank y'all for, for joining me today. Uh, man, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Jeff your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Just being the family, and thank y'all for being my, not my, but our everydayers. I'm so low dolo tonight. Uh, you know, just kind of bring you guys a quick recap and just quick three quick takeaways, Dame's takeaways. This is going to be a new segment as we get into to the actual football season that I'll be recording for Monday, early Monday morning, late Sunday nights type of deal. So just want to bring that to you guys. But like I said, we have a fun show talking about my preseason takeaways, my three takeaways. We're going to get into it. Is it time to trade Trey Lance? Trey Lance should not be, should he or should he not be a Fort San Francisco 49er after the uh, 2023 NFL preseason? Uh, do we have an offensive line problem? Yes, we do. And Malik Cunningham, we're going to kick it off with him. Malik Cunningham, quarterback out of Louisville, electrifies in his first NFL action last this past Thursday night uh, and, and versus the Houston Texans, a guy that, you know, during camp he was playing wide receiver. You know, he was playing both wide receiver and QB. And I think my impact statement to you guys is this. I wish I'd give you guys an impact statement, you know, just starting to new trends, new trends. My impact statement is this. Malik Cunningham has created or is creating a battle for QB2 for the New England Patriots. And, and for me, I think I, I really believe that. Because what he showed is not only could he operate this pro-style offense, right? You saw him work in the quick game as a quarterback. So I'm get the ball and distribute it to his to his weapons. You know, you know what I mean? Guys get open on a quick hitch route, quick quick button button curl. Uh, you know, they they want to run sticks concepts and get the ball right at the at the sticks. He's able to do those type of things. But what you really nobody and, and the crazy thing about it is he's no he's like Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi are very close to being carbon copies in terms of what they bring to the table, right? Timing, pacing, you know, uh, you know, they win with their with their minds and accuracy and ball placement and their timing and rhythm throwers. Where Malik Cunningham is an, a legitimate athlete at the quarterback position that can do similar things as well. Working the quick game, as I talked about, playing on time, playing within structure. OK, just the main thing people want is like, man, you know, his size and you know, like some people question his arm talent, stuff like that. But he's a legitimate athlete, dual threat type of athlete. OK, uh, and someone that's really close to Lamar Jackson. I know Malik personally, and, and I got a lot of love for this young man. So I think he's created a, a QB battle, a battle for QB, too. And, and uh, my guy, Taylor, Taylor Kyes, um, who covers the Patriots, tweet, uh, tweeted out and talked about because they had practice. Um that he's gotten more extensive uh, practice time and reps 
at quarterback. So I think Bill Belichick is looking at this thing and, and understanding the mold may need to change. Uh, the mold may need to shift. Um, we have to look at things a little differently. Not saying that Malik Cunningham is coming for Mac Jones's job, but what I will say is this. If he continues to showcase his, the ability that I have seen on tape, that I talked to him personally about his game, and I, I hope he remembers what I told him last summer when we, when we, when we talked, when we spoke, but you know, at at at, the, at uh, Quincy Avery's camp, you know, and I spent time with him. You know, kicked it with him, kicked it uh, with him in Mobile at the Senior Bowl as well. This is a young man that takes the game very seriously. He's a hard worker. So, if he continues to showcase the ability to play within the offense as a quarterback first, right? Play play from the from the neck up first. Play with your arm first. Play with timing and rhythm and accuracy first. And then when they clamp down on your receivers and your passing concepts and they forget that you're mobile, then you gash them for 50. And that's what he can do for an offense and do to a defense. So all I'm saying is this, guys, just hear me out. He's to me, he's going to if he continues this, he's going to create that controversy at QB2. And to say we get midway to the season, he's leapfrogged Bailey Zappi. On the the quarterback depth chart, dare I say? Just I'm just going I'm just gonna see this. Dare I say he? I don't know. Mac Jones doesn't play well, right? He's having a rough time, and Belichick's like, we need a spark. Mac, you're benched. Maybe it's for a game, you know, for the rest of that game. He just you know, Bill doesn't want to lose. So maybe what if uh, Bill pulls pulls the trigger and say, you know what, Mac, we're gonna go ahead and sit you down this the rest of this game. This second half, um, I'm letting I'm letting Malik come in at quarterback. And then Malik makes the plays from the pocket and with his legs, right? Because there was a throw versus uh Houston Thursday night where he's in the pocket, uh, he's, he senses pressure, he bails, but he keeps his eyes down the field. And as he keeps his eyes down the field, he uncorks one, lets it go through the air, and it's a dime right on the right on the money over the underneath defender in the end zone. Hits his receivers dead in the hands. Drop. Then you know what I mean. It's those type of things, man. Because if if that if that pass is caught, that's on NFL Network. You know, highlights. That's on ESPN's highlights. That is on the highlight reel. This young man can play quarterback. Yes, he's athletic enough that you can try him by that wide receiver, which they have done. But I believe that this is a chance that we have a QB two battle down in New England. Oh, up because I'm in the South. So up in New England with the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. I'm just saying, keep, hey, don't shoot the messenger. That's just my thoughts. It's my takeaway that he looks good. He, he he electrified. He was exciting, but he played with the structure. He played with timing and rhythm. He played with good accuracy when he made when he made his throws right. And and and, and again, if you lose contain, but you clamp the receivers, he can hurt you with his legs. And he's elusive in open field, so he can make cuts and different things of that nature. That's all I'm saying, guys. I'm not saying that he's going to be QB1. I'm just saying that QB2, I think, could be up for debate and up in a battle. And what if he continues to play better, you know, and, and gets better the next two weeks in preseason, makes the roster? What if he played better in the preseason than Bailey Zappi, right? I'm just saying anything is possible, right? Quoting a, a, a famous Boston Celtic, uh, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, man, anything is possible. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you right now. Anything is possible. And I'm just saying that Malik Cunningham may be, 
creating a battle for quarter for the second quarterback, QB2, behind Mac Jones. And I said, if that happens, Mac Jones, look over that shoulder, brother. Look after look over that shoulder. But guys, you you that's 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 some good news here, right? Young man playing well, balling out, all that good stuff. <sighs> but then we got a little bit, a little bit of bad news. We have a problem in the league right now. It was discussed this past draft cycle, right? And how teams were going to kind of view the offensive line group that we had in the 2023 NFL draft. But we have a clear offensive line problem in the NFL that has that has literally trickled down from 2022 and is heading into 2023. And teams need to figure out what to do about this problem. We're going to talk about it next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. August is here, and you know what that means. It's the official start of Fantasy Football Drafting Month, family. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy. All you have to do is one live snake draft with no waivers and no trades. And underdog sets your best lineup every single week. So if you're like me, you don't want to check it every week. You just want to set it and forget it. Then you got to try it out with underdog's best ball mania tournament. This is the largest fantasy football contest of all time. And it's back and bigger than ever with $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an outrageous three million dollars going to the winner last year the winner drafted their team in july so why are you sitting here talking to me go visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code locked on to get your first deposit doubled up to 100 that's underdog fantasy promo code locked on family we have a league-wide problem in the nfl and it's in the trenches with the offensive line and this was something that i i, I heard a lot about from, from people in the league and people connected to the league, you know, this past draft cycle that the NFL was viewing the 2023 offensive line prospects like a little better or, or kind of more, I would say, um, more gracious and, and more positive light because they had no really, they really didn't have a choice because they, they were like, well, there's some guys who may be graded as a third rounder, but they're probably going to be selected as a second. And some guys are graded as a fifth, but they're probably going to be selected in the fourth because teams don't teams fear waiting and getting the 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 basically the lesser you know talented offensive line prospects by just trying to wait it out like they would typically do on uh, most years. And, and when you look at it, man, th- there's a problem right now, guys. C.J. Stroud, what in the world was that, Houston? Houston, we have a problem. Okay, we know that Titus Howard is going to be out with a broken hand. Okay, you can't deal with you got a rookie center. You cannot deal with any starters, any other starters going down because what we saw versus that New England Patriots defensive line was atrocious. Those guys were getting whooped out there, man. But not only that, not only that, the Carolina Panthers, you have a five foot ten, 185 pound quarterback. I don't care what he weighed at the combine. That's not what he plays at. So Bryce Young is a smaller body quarterback. I've seen him in person, right? He's not big. He's not a big guy. And your offensive line were like, if there was a leakage, the Jets turned it into a hole, right? If there was like a crack in the, in, in, in the, in the, in the ceiling, right? The Jets came through like a tree and now all the rainwater came in and Bryce Young got drenched because the simple fact of the matter is, they couldn't block that talented defensive line, and those were the backups. That was a second string. 
like what? Like that was the second string. So you you then you look at guys to oh my god, the San Francisco 49ers second string offensive line got dominated. And I know some people say, well, Trey Lance held on to the ball. Bro, they were hard play action, three-step drops, three, four-step drop after the play action. And by the time, before he can get his foot in the ground, the back foot, the plant, to come off the play action, he's got two people in the backfield. This is a problem, guys. And, and, and I was talking to one of my guys, I was Ray Garvin, and he's like, DP, what is, like, how do we fix this? How does the league fix this? I'm like, man, a big part of this is just the the – the natural progression from college. You got a lot of guys that are not technically refined. They do not see exotic blitzes. Like, don't get me wrong, Brent Venables, and, uh, you know, former defensive coordinator at Clemson and the, the new head coach over at OU, he's an absolute maniac. Yes, he is. I will not. This man is a defensive savant, and he will heat up your quarterback with pressure, pressure, and more pressure. But the, you, there are not a lot of guys like that that you could just point to and say, listen, man, you're going to see exotic looks. You're going to see all these different things. I always talk about this, guys. On this, I've talked about it on this podcast, but especially on Locked on Clemson when we talk when I'm talking about Kate Klubnik. What you want to do defensively is show him a vacation suite. You want to show him the Bahamas pre-snap, Okay. You want to show him the Bahamas pre-snap, okay? And then you want to show him Hades post-snap, all right? You want to show him what hell looks like post-snap. And that's what you thats what you do to any quarterback. You want to confuse them. When they think it's too high, it's actually cover one robber. And you just you didn't rotate down until post-snap, right? You took your time as a strong safety rolling down to rob anything in the middle of the field. You, you took your time to do those things. So that's my thing is this. It's a simple fact of the matter is, guys, that is the offensive line situation. Like you don't, like I said, you don't have a lot of defensive coordinators that's going to throw a ton of these T-E-E-T-D, you know, nose tackles, you know, D-T stunts, T-N-T stunts, you know what I mean, stuff like that in college. Like you have some, but it's not like wild, wildly seen or known to, to have to be able to deal with that type of stunt going on. And then you got the nickel. You, you know what I'm saying? You got a free runner coming off the nickel because they're heating you up. You know what I mean? And different things of that nature. So the offensive line, man, truthfully, you got guys that come in physically undeveloped, mentally and, and, and technically undeveloped. And it's like, okay. Where do we go from here? And then and once you get in the NFL, these coaches, like, they don't have time to teach you the basic fundamentals of playing the position. They want to make sure that you know the blocking scheme. They want to make sure that you know how to do this and do that. Know the playbook, know the calls and the checks, the things that really, really are to them that matter the most. But then the thing that actually matters the most is their actual ability. And we have a, we're having a situation where it just it doesn't look like a lot of guys or I saw a play today. Um, I think it was, was it? I think it was, I think it was Trey Lance in the San Francisco. Yes, I think it was San Francisco. Their left guard completely, like, just let a, a defender through. Did not block him. And I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? Right into the face of Trey Lance. And now he's he's bailing now. He's trying to he's bailing to his to his weak side, to his left, trying to then get his shoulder square and get the ball out. And it's just... It was a lie. You know, the Tennessee Titans, oh, I, I could not, I cannot forget the Tennessee Titans game. What was that? 
You know what I mean? Malik Willis under pressure. Will Lev, those, those two quarterbacks were under pressure all game long. Yes, at times that they hold the ball too long. Absolutely. Both of them did. Malik got stripped, you know what I mean? Because he held the ball. Okay. And then uh, um, Will Levis got sacked a couple, good couple times. You know what I mean? I think two or three times because he was holding on to the ball. So he got sacked. Matter of fact, in the three the three play span, they ran, they ran uh, in the three play span and on one drive, they ran uh, two passes, one run. Both passing plays resulted in the sack. The run is the only thing that gave him positive yards. So the point is, offensive line play has to improve because, man, I do not like seeing quarterbacks or anybody, you know what I mean, especially, the, you know, in the backfield, just get lit up because um, I didn't know the, the blocking concept. I didn't know how to handle this twist and stunt. I didn't communicate with my center. You know, what? What? whatever the problem is, like I said, there's a lot of problems here. There's a lot, but the things that can be fixed or, you know, things that can be coachable, you know, in, ter- in terms of knowing the block- blocking scheme, co- you know, communicating pre-snap, so forth and so on. Like, hey, if he if he goes left, I got right. You know what I mean? Things of that nature. Don't both of you take the 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 surge guy on the twist on on, on those twists and stunt and let the looper come around free, right? That's what happened to Bryce Young. He got it. Jermaine Johnson leveled him, right? And and not only that, I think Bryce Huff, Bryce Huff got him like that. It, 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 the point is, man, is that we have an offensive line problem. And we got to figure it out, guys. We got to figure it out. But you know what needs to be figured out? Trey Lance's situation and where he's going to play for 2023 because I don't believe it should be San Francisco. I think, truthfully, guys, it's time. The time is now to trade Trey Lance. So we're going to talk about that next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Guys, listen to me, because right now when you bet on your Super Bowl winner, whoever that may be, you can get bonus bets every single time they win in the regular season. Let me tell you that again. If you bet on your Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets back every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and every time they get a victory, you get bonus bets back. And you can use those bonus bets on everything, guys, from the spread, the player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. It is time that Trey Lance, the quarterback that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch traded three first round picks up to get. It's time for them to cut bait, accept their L. All right. My slogan is I don't lose, I learn. And that's a big thing here. You didn't lose. Right. You learned that you are not patient enough in this process. You're not set up as a team to be patient for a quarterback to develop and to learn and get his reps, because it's very clear in this game today. You know, in this game, guys, versus the Raiders, that first couple drives, he was getting lit up. Trey Lance was getting pressured left and right. Kyle Shanahan was not calling run plays. Whoever was calling, you know, they call like one, one or two run plays in like three drives. Everything else was par play action pass. It didn't make sense. So when they finally came back out and they got into some rhythm, Trey Lance, you know, they got the, the run game going, like quick jet sweep, then run the ball with Tyrion Davis Price, I believe it was, or Jordan Mason, one of the two. And then they, you know, bootleg, you know, quick into the flats, then drop off, you know, drop back, and he start start getting the ball out and getting downfield. And 
you start seeing it, right? Where now he's comfortable. Like at the end of the day, it's like basketball. And I promise you, everything correlates. Basketball, when a guy is struggling to shoot the mid-range or the three, what does he need to do? Either one or two things. He needs to get easy. It's, it's just easy points. One or two things. Get to get fouled and shoot the free throws. Those are e- typically easy buckets that you get to see the ball go in the hoop or get to the cup and lay it up. Either way, you see the ball get, go into the hoop and your confidence is boosted. So when you talk about getting your quarterback easy com- easy completions to build up his confidence, so when he drops back and that back foot hits, he's not second guessing. He's not guessing and second questioning himself. That's what they should have done. But that's not what happened early. They finally got it going and you saw it. But at the end of the day, all I all all the only thing, only thing I took from all that is that Trey Lance just needs a place where he can get reps, and it's not going to be San Fran. It's Brock Purdy is the quarterback there. Sam Donald's going to be QB too. Go ahead and let's just end it there. Trade this young man. You know, let him get his, his reps in the preseason. I will, you know what I mean. Let him get those reps. Let him showcase to a team that may not be in a position uh, to win right now. Though, where they say, you know what, I'm perfectly fine with this. I am perfectly fine with letting this young man get the reps on my team because if he gets those reps and he stinks, cool. That means we get to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. You know what I mean? But if he gets those reps, he and he starts developing and gives us hope. And the reason that I can use that top pick on another player like Marvin Harrison Jr., Jared Verse, Olu Fashanu, Joe Alt, whatever, whatever, it don't really matter. You can trade it back and get a King's Ransom so somebody can come up and get um, – you know, Caleb or Drake May. But the point is, I think it's time. It is time, guys, to go ahead and move on. Go ahead and move on from Trey Lance. I think it's time. It makes perfect sense to me. Let Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is he played a lot of a lot of football at Iowa State. Do I think Brock Purdy is really good? I don't. I do I think that he's a truck? I do not. I think he's a trailer where he has a really great team around him and they're gonna help carry him. He just has to be you know, a game manager, which some people don't view that as a negative. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but when it comes on to paying them, okay, you tell me how, how you gonna handle that. But the point is, like, I don't, you know, I don't think he's gonna be ever be a top tier quarterback. And don't give me the Tom Brady stuff. That's not gonna be Brock Purdy. Tom Brady is a unicorn, an alien, uh, extraterrestrial. He's not real. Um, but the point is, for me, it's simple, man. I think Brock Purdy will give them the best chance to win. Brock Purdy would give the San Francisco 49ers the best chance to win right now. In three, four years, it's probably, in my opinion, Trey Lance. Because his physical ability can't be taught. The mental part of the game can. And he works. He works hard. He just needs the right situation. And that clearly is not San Fran. They're just not in the, they're not in the place, guys. They are not in the place where they can just be like, you know what? Cool, Trey. Take your time. We got you. No, they don't. <laughs> like they're not in the position for that. And because they're not in a position for that, it's not. It's it's to me. It's no love loss. It's fine. Take what you can get. If you can get a third or fourth round, just take it. You did not lose. Okay, you did not lose. You're learning. You're learning what it is, and what it is is that you, Kyle Shanahan, you, John Lynch, don't have time with the roster you have. Your window will not be open forever. It probably won't be open, but so much longer. You want to capitalize. So that's fair. Go ahead, Brock Purdy, Sam Donald. Go ahead and try to capitalize 
Brock Purdy <laughs> with that. That let him be QB one. Go ahead and try to capitalize with um with those one of those two guys. And of course, Brock Purdy. And trade Trey Lance. I think it's time. I think it's time. But guys, man, shout out to y'all for being there every day, man. Thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every single day, man. Go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get the latest episode as soon as it's available on Apple and Spotify. Leave a five-star review. Download, subscribe, hit the automatic downloads on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, talk to us because we do talk back. But also hit the bell notification so you're notified anytime we drop content on this channel. Okay, I appreciate everyone that shows us all the love and support. Continue. Let's continue to boost up um, this this channel and get the subscribers up, up and up. Okay. Uh, in terms in, in terms of tomorrow, guys, on tomorrow's show, we're gonna get into more of the preseason takeaways. Keith will be back, and we're gonna give you some more, you know, meat and potatoes of it because there's a there's a lot that went on, a lot that went on. It's a lot of good stuff that we want to get into, man, and talk about something. Maybe some of these rookies, maybe Anthony Richardson. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. But guys, in terms of Twitter, you can find the follow me there at DP underscore NFL. Talk to me because I do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. 